chapter 39 on Friday of our last week, the penultimate chapter from Shock and Bible by Everett Fox's translation. Now from the blue violet and the purple and the warm scarlet, they made the officiating garments for attending at the holy shrine. And they made the garments of holiness that are for Aharon, as Yahweh had commanded Moshe. Then was made the ephod of gold, blue-violet, purple, warm scarlet, and twisted byssus. Then were beat out sheets of gold, and they were split into threads, to make use of them amid the blue-violet, amid the purple, amid the worm scarlet, amid the twisted byssus, all of the designers making. Shoulder pieces they made for it, to be joined together on its two ends joined. The design band of its ephod that was on it was from that of like making of gold, blue violet, purple, worm scarlet, and twisted byssus as Yahweh had commanded Moshe. They made the onyx stones surrounded by braids of gold engraved with seal engraving with the names of the children of Israel, they placed them on the shoulder pieces of the ephod as stones for remembrance for the children of Israel, as Yahweh had commanded Moshe. Then was made the breastpiece of designers making for the making of an ephod of gold, blue, violet, purple, worm scarlet, and twisted byssus. Square it was, doubled they made the breastpiece, a span its length and a span its width doubled. They set it full with four rows of stones, a row of carnelian, topaz, and sparkling emerald, the first row, the second row, ruby, sapphire, and hard onyx, the third row, jacinth, agate, and amethyst, the fourth row, beryl, onyx, and jasper, surrounded braided with gold in their settings. And the stones were with the names of the children of Israel, twelve with their names, signet engravings, each one with a name for the twelve tribes. They made on the breastpiece laced chains of a rope-making from pure gold. They made two braids of gold and two rings of gold, and put the two rings on the two ends of the breastpiece, and put the two ropes of gold on the two rings on the ends of the breastpiece, and the two ends of the two ropes they put on the two braids, and put them on the shoulder pieces of the ephod on its forefront. They made two rings of gold, and placed them on the two ends of the breastpiece, on its edge, that is across from the ephod, inward. And they made two rings of gold, and put them on the two shoulder pieces of the ephod, below, facing frontward, parallel to its joint, above the designed band of the ephod. They tied the breastpiece from its rings to the rings of the ephod, with a thread of blue-violet, to be fixed on the design band of the ephod. The breastpiece was not to be dislodged from the ephod, as Yahweh had commanded Moshe. Then was made the tunic of the ephod, of weavers making all of blue-violet, 
The head opening of the tunic was in its middle like the opening for armor. A seam edge for its opening all around it was not to be split. They made on the, on the skirts of the tunic pomegranates of blue violet, purple, worm scarlet, and twisted byssus. They made bells of pure gold, and they put the bells amidst the pomegranates on the skirts of the tunic all around amidst the pomegranates. Bell and pomegranate, bell and pomegranate, on the skirts of the tunic all around for attending, as Yahweh had commanded Moshe. They made the coat of byssus of weaver's making for Aharon and for his sons, and the turban of byssus, a splendid caps of byssus, the breeches of linen of twisted byssus, and the sash of twisted byssus, blue violet, purple, with worm scarlet of embroiderer's making, as Yahweh had commanded Moshe. They made the plate for the sacred diadem of holiness of pure gold, and wrote upon it writing of signet engravings, holiness for Yahweh. They put on it a thread of blue violet to put on the turban from above, as Yahweh had commanded Moshe. Thus was finished all the service of construction for the dwelling, the tent of appointment. The children of Israel made it according to all that Yahweh had commanded Moshe. Thus they made. And they brought the dwelling to Moshe. The tent and all its implements, its clasps, its beams, its bars, its columns, its sockets, the covering of ram skins dyed red, and the covering of tanned leather skins, the curtain for the screen, the coffer of testimony and its bowls, and the purgation cover, the table, all its implements, and the bread of presents, your lampstand, its lamps, lamps for arranging, and all its implements, and the oil for lighting, the sight of gold and anointing oil and a fragrant smoking incense and the t screen for the entrance of the tent, the slaughter site of bronze and the netting of bronze that belongs to it, its poles and all its implements, the basin and its pedestal, the hangings of the courtyard, its columns and its sockets, and the screen for the courtyard gate, its cords and its pegs, and all the implements for the service of constructing the dwelling, the tent of appointment, the officiating garments for attending at the holy shrine, the garments of holiness for Aharon the priest, and the garments for his sons to be priests. According to all that Yahweh had commanded Moshe, thus had made the children of Israel all the service of construction. Now Moshe saw all the work, and here they had made it as Yahweh had commanded. Thus had they made. Then Moshe molested them. Good Friday. Going away of fits is what they used to call the clothing that brides put on on their way from the reception off to the honeymoon. Transitional. 
And this penultimate chapter of Exodus moves from interior design back to fashion as the priestly vestments are reviewed again. Compare how it's the same and different than before. What difference does it make? The smells and bells, the ecclesiastical drag, the role-playing. Or as George Grant used to say, have you worn the robes? People who have not taken the time to wear such robes in thought, word, and deed, he said, often caricature and dismiss that which they know little about. It's the willingness, never easy, to wear such robes that Leacock or Grant part company with those who would, in glib and reactionary ways, sever spirituality from the church. When this is done, spirituality becomes thinned out, reductionistic, somewhat narcissistic. Give it a think. This week, this Good Friday, what word do you have?